What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the good, the bad and the stupid. It's Thursday the 6th of May. Hope you're well and you've had a great day. It's uh, getting funky in Jersey and that's usually not a, not a, uh, a phrase that goes together very well. I don't think for Jersey is that much of a funky place, but it's getting funky on the shores of Jersey, that's for sure. Jersey Shore... <laughs> Is that a TV programme? It's a shit TV programme, I think, isn't it? Is that Shorty Geordie Shore, that is? That's a very shit TV programme. Don't go near it. You won't uh, thank... You'll thank me for not going near anywhere near Geordie Shore. But at the moment, don't go near the Jersey Shore as well because it's uh, a war zone, apparently. <laughs> Forget about the China Sea. Forget about uh, the, the Suez Canal, the problems with Iran and the Suez Canal. We've got fucking problems on the Jersey coast with France threatening to switch off the electricity to Jersey. Now, what a fucking... Uh, that is a proper toys out of the pram thing to say. And we've had to send warships down to... Um, you know, because they're threatening to blockade the fishermen. So now we're sending warships. Are the French going to send warships? Are we kicking off... Is it really overfishing? Are we going to start kicking off? Is a little skirmish by fishermen uh, going to kick off the 100-year war between England and France again? It's uh, a spat, and it's ridiculous, really. That should just fuck up. It's not even... If it's not their waters, it's not their waters. I don't know what the rules are, but... <laughs> We get into some fucking proper. Some I've seen some of the the footage, film footage of when the the fishermen are ramming each other's boats and everything. It's proper like, you know, trouble on the trouble on the fucking the high seas or whatever. Napoleon times. It should be. It's almost like uh, if you had some cannons or, you know, maybe someone's going to approach with a cannon. On, the, on their boats and blow one of the fucking fishing boats out of the water. I did see that there was a bloke up on the uh, Jersey side who was shooting a musket. He was dressed like uh, somebody from the Napoleon times and he was shooting a musket at the French boats. So, um, you know, surprised he didn't get fucking shot by the SWAT team. <laughs> Even though it looks like pantomime, he's still shooting a musket. Somebody, might, somebody still might get fucking shot in the face. But anyway, yeah. It looks like a load of uh, um, <clears throat> a load of bollocks, to say the least. I don't even eat fish, so uh, I, I can't be on either side because um, <laughs> I think it's just I think we've got we've got better things to worry about at the moment, haven't we? I know everybody's fucking struggling, um, but last thing we want to do is fucking start kicking off over that. Let's kick off over you not letting us into your fucking country to go on holiday. Let's kick that off. I wanted to go over to France a few times this year and I can't go. And uh, uh, again, we're not going to let them in return. That's what's going to be like. You don't let us. We're not going to let you. You don't let us. You can't come here. Fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. That's where we're getting. Vaccine passports. No, don't fucking even start going down on that route. Vaccine passports. That's just the fucking starter for 10 that's that's just to prime you for losing your losing your fucking liberties or losing your uh, you know your, your your freedoms and stuff. That's going to go down a very fucking dark road if they start saying that. First it's your your vaccine, then it's have you had your booster shot, then is it um, do you behave? Let's see your social credit score. Then it's going to be um, you know all, everything about you, your ID, your photo ID, your fucking your history, everything about you. You're going to be, um, you know, 
a chip then maybe it's a chip in you maybe it's a chip in your a chip in your passport maybe they can switch off chipping they can switch off your your money somewhere wherever the chip is I'm not saying it's in your in your in your body maybe it's in your in your passport but that chip controls your money and everything else and they can just switch it off if you misbehave in france or something or wherever the fuck you are so uh no we don't want to get down that route thank you very much <laughs> let's get back to how it was can't we all just get nice behave the virus is gone old people are not getting the virus so uh you know generally we're on the road to uh, recovery so let's not start playing war games on the coast of jersey because <laughs> world war ii started from something very uh i would say minute some would say not but minute in comparison to the people that were involved in world war ii it was something over the fucking far eastern uh side of um europe and uh it kicked off big time <laughs> as you as you all and we all well know but anyway on a on another note somebody's got it worse than me today uh, me worried about going over to france i say he's, he's got it worse than me he's, he's a tycoon so he hasn't got it he's just lost 100 million pounds to his wife so and a tycoon i said this yesterday tycoons do not like losing their money he'll never spend it oh he probably would actually 100 million is nothing to a billionaire is it but He's an 86-year-old billionaire as well, so when's he going to fucking spend it, an 86-year-old billionaire? He should be told at the age of 80 he's got to give half it up anyway to the fucking... to poor people, not to the government. But um, he's like... what His wife's got to have 100 million. That's not bad, really. That's, if, he's a, if he's a billionaire, that's not a bad settlement. He didn't want to give... He fucking went to court and everything. How old is she? His wife of 34 years and she's only getting 100 million. Come on, you tight-fisted fucker. She deserves more than that. Putting up your shit for 34 years. She wanted a 120 million pound divorce settlement and he's been giving, she's giving 100. She's been told to billions. Take a leaf out of what fucking Melinda Gates is about to do. She's got fucking six lawyers on the go. Ready, primed, or is it nine? Three sets of three lawyers. Yeah, she's got nine lawyers ready to take billions not just uh, so this cunt didn't want to fucking end up over 100 million because she was doing it nicely i just want enough to live on i want enough to have my hair done whenever i want i want enough to buy go out and buy clothes do lunch shag the gardener do whatever i fucking please that's all i want i don't need your billions and he's like no no i don't want to do that the, she should have gone right fuck you i'll take fucking more than that i'll take half of it then if that's the case right this guy who's got it a lot uh better than him on today's uh, a lot on today's news and that is that he found the world's biggest hula hoop in his pack of, pack of crisps and it measures a massive five inches a massive five inches there you go if all those blokes out there <laughs> we're saying we're calling five inches massive at the moment so a massive five inches a hula hoop but i've got one problem with this massive five inch hula hoop and that is it's not a fucking hula hoop. It's just a long crisp in a packet that is a packet of hula hoops. Oh, saying that, I guess it's as if it was five joined together, so it's an elongated one. All right, I thought it was meant to be five inches round, but it's five inches long because it's not been cut up. So, yeah, he's in the Guinness Book of Records then, or at least he's in the world records of biggest hula hoops because he's the only fucker that's ever done it. So, you know... This bloke's worried about losing £100 million. This guy has found the biggest, world's biggest hula hoop. Who's the happiest today? Little things. 
Little things, you know, all about the money. And he's made it into the newspaper. He's probably got paid 50 quid for that as well. He's happy as Larry. He's spending that down the pub. Telling a story. He's to be telling that to his grandkids. <laughs> and the other fucker who's lost 100 million pounds will be crying to his grandkids. Right. Estate agents have, uh, stru have stuck a whopping £45,000 price tag on a red phone box. A red phone box in Hartlepool, I might add. Not in London, Hartlepool, where you can buy a three-bedroom house for £5,000. <laughs> They're trying to get £45,000 for a fucking red telephone box. No. I've seen them at the antique markets for fucking a fraction of that. I've, picked, I've saw people pick them up for a thousand. So, sorry, Hartlepool, you, you, you're taking the fucking... And I'd be really... Uh, I'd be a little bit pissed off if I was a Hartlepool resident where you can buy a three-bedroom house for £5,000, according to this. Might, that might not be true, but I'm sure it is, if that's the case. Somewhere in there, in Hartlepool. Uh, if that's the case, you might as well fucking move into... The, whoever moved and lived in that telephone box would be classed as upper class, if that's the case. If it's like 10 times the price of any other house, you'd be like one of the most well-to-do people in in the place, in Hartlepool. So there you go. That's not going to sell. I'm sorry. Not unless it's to some fucking idiot Londoner who wants to go and put it in his back garden and he's, he's done with his money and he just thinks, oh, that's a bargain because he can't see another one for sale. Little does he know, you can get him one for £44,000 cheaper than that at an antique market. Those in the know... No. Right, next one I'm going to do is uh, a publicity shy woman, and I'm going to give you a clue it is, it's Meghan Markle. A publicity shy woman is flogging a book about father-child relationships despite disowning her own dad. And Piers Morgan <laughs> gives it to him fucking with both bowels there. He's saying the, the, uh, the world's, it's the world's most ludic ludicrously inappropriate book, adding lest we forget that she has ruthlessly disowned her own father, Thomas. And he said, and he trashed his, uh, and he wrote about Harry, um, the couple, about the couple on Oprah Winfrey. He said that uh, he branded her husband, obviously, uh, Prince Harry, a spoiled brat, as he trashed his own father, Prince Charles, in the interview, moaning about how daddy had stopped taking his calls or giving him cash, sounding like some needy, spoiled brat teenager rather than a 36 year old multi-millionaire doormat who ditched his family country and duty because his chillingly controlling and ambitious wife wanted him to fuck i tell you what i couldn't have said that better myself that is like as, as fucking spot on the money as you could probably get you know i don't think i would uh, uh, i'd like to think i had the intelligence to come out with it like that but uh, i'd have to fucking sit and think about that one for a while that statement he's definitely a bloke scorned that's for sure because he's lost his job and she did <laughs> spurn him one time in a bar when he tried to chat her up but i've got to say that is a fucking truer statement as you'd ever get as, as you're ever going to hear exactly what i would think so uh, yeah there you go he, he's got a, he's quick he's quick with his vicious talk <laughs> I wouldn't like to get on a fucking argument with him. I'd like to think I could fucking match him, but then he'd cut me down with that and I wouldn't be able to come back from that. I don't know, Harry uh, read that. He'd probably just go, yeah, fuck me, he's got me there. 100% he's got me there. Bang to rights. So, uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's, it is a bit farcical, isn't it? You're bringing out a book about fatherhood. It's so... They're so cheesy. I mean, they're so fucking cringeworthy. I'm, I'm literally... My toes are curling and not in a fucking good way. 
cheesy as fuck. Right, uh, last one I'm going to do of the day, and also I should be doing one next week, but I do need to take a little bit of time off, so uh, I'm going to do them as and when I can. So it's not necessarily going to be next week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It'll be might be one I can do next week, or uh, it might do more. I don't know, but I'm going to do them as and when I can. So thanks for listening. I appreciate uh, anybody that comes along and listens. <laughs> You might just found me, listen to me for 10 minutes and think, this guy is fucking nuts, I'm not listening to him again. You might be an ever-changing, a revolving door of, uh, of ears, but nevertheless, if you listen to this, good. You've heard me, and uh, you are one of a very few people that have done that. So, anyway, last one I'm going to do. Have I got a good one to finish on? <laughs> After giving that statement. Um, a student covered his, furn his flatmate's furniture in uh, uh, and Lou with 360 meters of foil tin foil as I saw that in the picture it covered everything his, his fucking pillows his pillow his, his uh, duvet his uh, lampshade his TV his toilet his bathroom everything was covered in tin foil <laughs> is that is he why is he saying it for he's caught Andy with DIY so he thought he could easily do that and he, oh that no, because the guy pinched his mattress before going home for the week so uh, <laughs> he's come back at him and done that. That's fucking mad. He's mad as a hat. I thought he was going to do it because he's a tin foiler. Maybe he's got like some conspiracy theorist ideas or, or thoughts, which I like to add generally are not conspiracy theorists, not a conspiracy theory. It's usually the conspiracy theories are right. Uh, but unfortunately, you get called a conspiracy theorist by the masses of brainwashed. And I thought it was some brainwasher was coming at him with uh, Tim Fall in his whole bedroom, calling him a Tim Fall that. But no, it's because he nicked his mattress. So therefore, this guy came up with a great idea, and I fucking I like it. I like it a lot. So uh, I'm going to take a leaf out of his book. When somebody does does something to me, I'm going to do something totally inappropriate that doesn't meet the crime, and uh, uh, put him off ever, ever crossing me again. I mean, how's the bloke going to come back from that? It's going to be very, very difficult. Maybe he's just going to come back and just shit over everything in his in his house. That's probably the only thing he can come back at. You've got to do something to everything that the other guy owns. Maybe he just clears him out, does what the neighbours did the, uh, in, a, in a story I spoke about a long time ago. And that was a couple who... Uh, there's a couple, I think they lived opposite each other. Maybe the two had just moved in. But the neighbours opposite burgled them and took everything, I'm on about every last thing, there weren't a fucking thing left, and they took it into their flat, dead opposite, and then <laughs> shut the door, and they didn't know who burgled, they got burgled, and it was the neighbours opposite, they had everything, they nicked everything, and furnished their own place, and they were sitting in there pretty, opposite their fucking, I don't know when, it, how it all came around, I can't remember now, how they found out, but imagine that, and they just say morning to you every morning, like, how are you doing chatting to you, like you fucking, you know, good old neighbours and have nicked every single thing that you own I tell you what that is fucking brazen and there's people like that in the world so don't get caught out <laughs> either be the one be the brazen one or don't trust anybody that's for sure right I'm going to leave it there and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it and I'll uh, do another one soon so uh, hopefully you, you follow it I don't know if you can follow this podcast so you get a pop up warning when I do decide to do one but just come back and check, and you may well see and hear me. Right, see you later for now. Bye-bye.